see ya. Bye-bye. Did you know you could give me a rating? That would be so sick. So if you could go to like Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to it and give me like a five star or like a 10 bags of popcorn, that would be cool. And guess what? It's It takes like two seconds. So it's, it's really kind of cool and easy. But if you don't want to, that's okay. Because guess what? Here is the episode. Hello. Hello there. Yo, what's up, Josh? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. I'm not too bad. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> barely getting my day started i had to run and do a bunch of errands and now i'm just hanging out finally got showered and like human and alive, so feeling good <laughs> dude yeah i know i hate waking up alien dude that's the fucking worst man yeah yeah <laughs> it, it really fucking sucked <laughs> slept way too long i uh i was at band practice last night and i live two and a half hours away from all the other guys so mm. i didn't get home till like four in the morning last night so it was uh it was a rough one damn dude like yeah that's fucking two hours dude that fucking sucks like my like my <laughs> practice spot is like i don't know, like 15 minutes away and that fucking sucks so like knowing that you yeah <laughs> that's insane yeah man it, it's definitely not fun i also have to haul a bunch of gear for us too because i i don't know i just offered to supply a bunch of the gear for our practice space so it's always like a big tear down and set up and yeah it's not the cleanest but better than no practice though <laughs> dude no like i'm the exact same way like if like yeah i'm the one that like houses all the gear here because i'm like i know that i have it and i'm like crazy anal about that shit so like i'll just be like oh, yeah. i like i'm not kidding my like my guitarist riley will come up like he'll like now he's like pavlovian about it like he'll come up to me and be <laughs> like I got my cables, I got my guitar, I got my uh, like head, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, and pedals, and then and like, like literally, and yeah. I, uh, I think Bert usually is good, like does his own shit, and then Danny does the same thing with me. Like, is like, yo, okay, I have everything. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. So no, trust me, that's exactly how I. I'm the exact same fucking way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of nice to meet someone else who is because, yeah, like every time I explain that to like anyone else in the band, they're like, you're fucking crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, the thing is, the, the people like, but like bands like, so, okay, at this point, are you like the band mom or band dad, quote unquote? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like 100%. And then then my wife is, is definitely band mom. For sure. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yeah 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 it's really sick they they kind of do like all of the the management for us too, oh, which sick. is really cool so yeah uh just yesterday there were like two huge shows that were announced for calgary so my wife like reached out to some of the like the booking agents that they know uh and to see like if we could get on a show or something uh which we've never done before so it's it's like kind of daunting and a little anxiety inducing but oh, yeah it's, i'm very glad that they were the one to deal with all that for sure <laughs> damn dude okay well then oh well what what do you do in the band okay i will i so abrupt decay uh it just like started out as as my bedroom project that's so i i oh. play everything oh, um, oh damn that's awesome that's what i thought that's yeah. what i that's what I, I i i haven't list i haven't like taken it sorry for interrupting but like i've i haven't taken a dive into the background i just heard this ep and dude i know i'm gonna go off on a bit it's fucking perfect <laughs> like oh. I, i'm not kidding i love it like i was just talking to my girlfriend the like the oh, other day she, she found uh 
she when I she was she was super into the uh, fucking Twenty One Pilots Blurry Face album when it came out. Like she was like, oh, okay, I had that on loop, and I'm not kidding. I'm doing the same thing with this EP. Once it's done, <laughs> I'm so glad Whispers starts again. It's fucking oh. amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. I I appreciate that so much. That's it's just crazy to hear that like it would ever get out of Southern Alberta. You know, it's just <laughs> that's so wild, bad. man. <laughs> dude yeah that's like yeah. well i'm glad because like and also like i love how like like stoked you are like you're like because if someone said that to me about anything i do i'd be like dude who's paying you or like that's so sick Literally. like what the fuck like but like yeah dude anyway sorry it started as a bedroom project go like sorry <laughs> yeah um no you're all good man um so yeah i play everything um like i've been in in a million bands since i was probably like 13 uh just yeah. like playing guitar drums or bass like whatever needed to be done sick uh this is my so like when we play live uh this is my second i yeah second time being a vocalist so i do like just vocals live okay but uh i i write and record everything on my own damn dude so like fuck that's that's ridiculous so okay is on this la- like the 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 newest ep like was it was is that program drums or is that you actually playing it so there there are program drums but i actually like sit down at a drum kit and i write everything um, oh sick before. yeah just to make sure that it's like it doesn't sound super I don't know, like unrealistic or, or, um, like I, I actually sit down and like get used to like how I play the drums and like the velocity at which I'm hitting and that kind of thing and try and program that when I'm, uh, doing all the programming and that kind of thing for them. Uh, just, just to try and make them as realistic as possible. Cause we, uh, th- this EP actually was supposed to be a split. Oh, um, wow. and then one of the bands dropped and we had enough money in the band fund to record uh like three songs uh with program or with real drums but not like five damn uh, so we just pulled a couple songs from like a bank of songs that i have and then just uh kind of went with a five song ep instead so we we programmed them this time uh everything will be real next time for like 100 percent Oh, dude, but like, okay, because I was thinking, I was like, okay, these sound programs, like, they don't sound bad in, in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. Like, it sounds sick, but knowing, like, dude, like, you have no idea how, like, you sitting down at a drum kit and still, like, being like, okay, well, I, this is how I actually play, like, that makes it so much cooler that you... It, that now knowing that they're programmed and, but knowing that it's the way you play makes it so what so much fucking cooler knowing that they are programmed but oh. it's exactly what you would have done it's fucking dope dude yeah oh thank you so much yeah yeah. yeah i don't know I, I i'm really anal about specifically drums and like like i'm not at all like a ben kohler like from conversion <laughs> yeah like, I, i'm not like i i need to be as creative as possible it's it's much more just like what do i think would would sound the best or specifically like the heaviest or weirdest you know yeah yeah um yeah yeah I, i'm not like the most technical guy in the world but yeah it, it, i just i found it really important with abrupt decay for like every single instrument to be like as authentic as and, and like as me as i can make it so like all of our guitars there's like a lot of like chromatic scale stuff that happens because just because like that's like what sounds cool and dark to me yeah so, yeah yeah dude like that, that that's sick dude like like and also like in 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 the same thing on drums like i i, I play drums and i feel i feel yeah. the same way i'm not like fucking like 
technical or anything like of course i always want to like do cool shit but i'm like i'm not that good like so i'm not i'm like like i can't do as much as like my brain is saying like dude if i did this like crazy ass fill right here that'd be dope but like my hands can't do it and like like uh, i i play with what i got and i feel like it's it like i try to make it work the best with whatever we're writing (laughs) 100%. 100%. And yeah. so you, you, cause you guys, you guys record real drums, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I could definitely tell. Like you can always, no matter like how hard I try to make like program drums sound real, like you can still just tell. Yeah, little, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember like when new advice came out, um, that I, I was listening to that. There, I think it's the third track where it kind of opens with like that spoken word section and then goes into like, like more of a, like it just gets more chaotic from that point onward. It's like a shorter song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I remember, yeah, like once, like there's like that shift in the drums in that song, and I fucking love how that sounds. Like <laughs> it, it, it's so impressive, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucking I, awesome. I, yeah, it, it's crazy to me that like you're like, oh, I'm not the most technical or anything. So I was like, holy shit, like I can't play that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's 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 ridiculous dude like i like you you thank you that's fucking ridiculous and like like, of course (laughs) but like and especially like when you told me about like that you had heard like new advice and runoff i was like oh cool like because like coming from where i i just ran i just found you or like riley found you and then like showed it to us like i was like Mm-hmm. what the fuck and then knowing that you like actually like, dig us in some way shape or form is fucking sick because like i'm not i i, I love this ep so much it's so fucking cool oh. dude. <laughs> thank you so much man yeah i appreciate that yeah it, it's i was like i like woke up that morning and saw that like we had a notification from you guys and i was like what the fuck like <laughs> i was just so like taken aback and blown away by that it was really cool that's <laughs> sick dude that's oh man like that that makes me so happy because like i i love when like because there are so many like bands out there that will like be like oh like li- just like the message or something like that but like knowing that mm-hmm. you actually appreciate it makes it makes me feel like so so much more stoked on your project you know what i mean oh thank you Ed. yeah of course dude i i, I totally get what you're saying it's, it, it's really cool that like this weird brand of just like freaking and dissonance like can can bring a guy from Southern California and, and Southern Alberta together to have a conversation about it. You know, like it's just such a niche thing and it's so cool. Like the ways that we find each other, you know? Yeah, dude, it's fucking sick. Like, like yeah. it's crazy because I didn't know you had been on Chris's podcast. I just recently, literally I was looking up. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I was looking up for like questions, like ch- trying to think of shit and like, uh i saw that you were on there i was like oh what the fuck like i like i now now (laughs) thinking back i was like oh i remember seeing that name but i never like looked into it like but like yeah yeah yeah, dude i fucking like chris is awesome like we've been on a couple tours with him and he's so sick like oh dude i i'm jealous that guy super fucking nice super just like super down to earth super cool like his his band is really really fucking cool like the one man stuff we we had like a good conversation about that after the podcast that we did too is just like talking about how like i was virtually a one-man band at the time that i did the podcast too right like it, i had no other band members or anything um like confirmed um wow. so it was just kind of me and the yeah this guy talking about our kooky little one-man projects it was a lot of fun that's sick that's that's so dumb. Yeah. so like okay like with that like did you ever do this like abrupt decay as a one a one-man band 
No. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. In, in fact, so basically, like uh, our first record, um, I was never here. That came out in oh fuck, it comes out. It's been two days from a year, actually. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, May thirteenth will be a year. I just realized. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. But um, I I just put that out entirely with like nothing. Like I I had no plans for anything with it to happen. It was just like this record that I've been working on for a little well like four ish years. Um, that I, I'd just been sitting on for forever. Um, and so I, uh, I decided to, to finally put it out and I was like, this is, you know, like uh, my friends are going to be kind of stoked on this. It'll be, you know, it's just like fun little silly breakdowns and blast beats or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I woke up the morning after, uh, and my phone was like blowing up because we got, uh, featured in like a Brooklyn vegan article. Oh, what? Um, yeah, which I, I was literally like, like jaw to the floor. Um, we all of a sudden, like the day after had like 1500 monthly listeners on Spotify, which <laughs> Shit, like, no wrong, way. That's nothing huge, but that's yeah, fucking like, I, awesome. I just, like, yeah, I literally like my jaw at the floor it was incredible. And I had a bunch of Calgary promoters because I, I said, I specifically left it vague that it was like a one man thing in all of our, our bios and that kind of thing. I just said like, southern alberta or like banned from southern alberta kind of thing yeah, yeah and i had like four promoters that the day that that happened messaged me from calgary being like hey would you play a show with this band or this band and they were just <laughs> like whoa like it just yeah it came out of nowhere so i was in two other bands and i just poached a bunch of members from my other bands <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. now we're now we're we're abrupt decay which is really funny but yeah yeah it happened really really fast it was, it was really cool Damn, dude. Okay, well then, knowing that you like wrote it, like since you write it, you know like what's coming next and all this shit. Like, like how mm -hmm. did it translate to being a full band? Like how you said you poached from your other bands. Like, did it did it like yeah. click pretty fast? Because I'm guessing they had like the same like mind in the mute in this writing this music. Yeah, uh, basically. So like, um, I had been like showing. I I really tried not to show too many people anything about the the project mainly because i was I was really self-conscious about it like I, I i just every single time a record that i really like became enamored with yeah um or, or just like like couldn't stop listening to came out i'd be like well why would i release my own stuff like this is just so much better exactly that, right yeah. like yeah i so i i just like never really ended up showing people and then it came out and like everyone in my bands were like hey man this is really cool um and so i just uh they kind of like took a couple of the people's um that like i i do the best out of them because i live in a different city than than calgary i'm i'm two and a half hours away right yeah yeah so i i don't know everyone in all my bands super well i mainly just have like one main friend and then they'll like kind of introduce me to all the other guys exactly and at that time i had just only been in those bands for like a couple months right so i didn't know everyone super well uh so it's just kind of like the people that i knew the best from those bands and i just kind of took them and we uh didn't have a drummer i was originally gonna do, be drumming and do vocals oh shit. um but we really wanted a front man so uh we finally uh reached out to a guy that we that we all just kind of knew um named colton and colton ended up he was in a bunch of like tech death bands and oh he perfect just <laughs> yeah and so it's it's been like beautiful man like the guy is such a better drummer than i am so just really really perfect <laughs> dude so then okay well like, knowing that that's like fucking perfect like for this type of shit like i feel like it'll give such a, like a different flair especially for this type of music and like like so going forward do you mm -hmm. think 
everyone is it is it still gonna just be you writing everything or is it gonna be like a hive mind of everyone writing so it's gonna be me writing everything now except for the drums oh okay uh, with this next yeah with the next release colton and i are actually gonna sit down and, and write drums together oh, i think sick. um because everything originally would just be like Hey, I'm gonna write all these songs. I'm gonna put them in tabs on Guitar Pro, and I'm gonna send them to you guys. And after that, I'm just gonna work with our producer and record them, and then you guys will learn everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to to be tabbing everything out like guitar wise, um, sitting down with Colton for our next release and being like, "Here's what I think works. Uh, why don't you write these fills and that, or, or like, why don't you write your own fills? Uh, and I'll just kind of guide, like, I think that like this part needs D beat drums or like this part needs like a halftime time to break down and stuff like that. And we'll just kind of talk about it that way. And then Colton will spice it up like however he wants to do it. Oh, that's dude. That I feel like, honestly, I feel like that's such a cool way to write because like, like, especially knowing that you know drums and like you're writing the guitar like you have this like rough mm -hmm. idea of where it's gonna go and knowing that he's gonna like literally like spice it up a fuck ton and like like as in like <laughs> just being a tech death guy like yeah, he's gonna yeah. be like oh do you want like a thousand bpm kick right here like perfect i can do that like like that <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's fucking dope dude yeah yeah yeah, it, it's been really cool. I, I have like somewhat fast hands, but because like I never really took drum lessons or anything, I, I just played rock band to learn the drums. Dude, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, was that the same with you? Dude, oh, I got to. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right after. Keep going. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so no, that, that's kind of it. I'm just really glad that like somebody who like I always wanted to have like super fast double kick parts and stuff like that. And I just like could never do it. So we never really included them. Yeah, yeah. But now that we have this tech death drummer, it's just like perfect. Like I can just give give him whatever and he can just <laughs> fucking sit there and play it. So dude, rock. dude, that's fucking perfect. And like, <laughs> like, especially like, because like, I wish I had faster feet. I cannot fucking move fast. Yeah. Like it's like. I don't even know what BPM I can go at, but like, it's not fast yeah. at all. Unless like I'm playing a show, then I'll speed up because I just play faster live. But, um, yeah, you got the adrenaline, right? Exactly. And like, um, totally, but yeah, like with rock band, like I, I know I've told this to like other people before on here, but, uh, yeah, like my friend and I got rock band basically at the same time. And then he got mm -hmm. a real drum set and started playing the real drums to the, the rock band stuff. And I was like, Fuck. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I kind of got this like like big brother sin like li like little brother syndrome where I was like fuck I don't he yeah. can't be better than me so then I ended up <laughs> talking to my parents into getting me a drum set and I started doing the same shit and I don't think he plays drums anymore and I do <laughs> but like so like yeah, yeah I was just like I fucking won like like <laughs> like so that like, so yeah I started with rock band and that was like the best shit yeah. ever. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, I was playing guitar when Rock Band came out, um, and that was like that was honestly one of the games. It was like that game, and then like Tony Hawk, all like the Tony Hawk oh, Underground yeah, and like dude. Pro Skater soundtracks that like got me into the music I listen to today. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I remember on Guitar Hero Two, they had Hangar Eighteen by Megadeth. Dude, yes. <laughs> I was like nine years old when I found that, right? And so, like the day after, um, I I I've always kind of collected CDs from this point on. But the day after, like 
I, I, I took my mom or, or my mom took me to Walmart to get groceries or whatever. And I saw a Megadeth CD there and it was their greatest hits. And I was like, fuck, like I need this, you know? Wow. And so it just like got me into this music. And then I think I was 12 and rock band like actually came out and we got like the big like drum set and guitar and yeah, like yeah. all that, like the big bundle. Right. And that's when I just like fell in love with the drums too. Uh, so I just kind of like grew up playing both, but because like the kick pedal was so shitty on rock band, <laughs> I just like never developed like a real fun technique, you know? So I'm trying to slowly correct that now. and like working on like swivel and stuff, but that shit is hard. <laughs> oh dude. I, I try to do it all the time. Like, like I, I, my, my footwork, like not my hands are like whatever, like, but like my footwork is nothing. Like, it's just like, oh, cool. Like for like the first, what, like up until runoff, I think, no, I think even runoff was like all single kick. Like I didn't use double kick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't use double kick wow. until because like I, what I remember one of my friends, he's in a local band called life of refusal. It's a fucking crazy good power violence band. But like, he, oh, fuck yeah. he was like, he was like, yeah, fuck double kick single kick forever. And I was like, Oh, okay. Then I'm going to do that. And then he showed me like spaz, which did, does this like crazy, like crazy blast, but does like a kick, like every like quarter, like I, every other yeah it's yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, so that's my kick pattern so i i don't i don't do it like dot 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 it's like dot 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 like i'm yeah i'm not i'm <laughs> like i play drums wrong but like i love like like <laughs> i've had a lot of people say like dude this is fucking weird but you do it somehow i'm like thanks like yeah. um but yeah dude like I, I totally know what you mean. I wish I wish Rock Band's pedal was better because then I could have maybe developed a, be a bit better kick. <laughs> but like, yeah, I know exactly. Totally. I literally know exactly what you mean, man. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> are, are you so like? Yeah, you checked out Spaz and stuff. Are you like a big power violence guy then? Um, not really. Like, I mean, like, like I've never taken a huge dive into it. Like, I know, like, like Magruder Grind, fucking Weekend Nachos, oh, like, yeah. like I don't. Oh. I don't know if like pig destroyer counts as power violence, but like them or yeah, like I would say like them, like, like I know like the big, the bigger names, but like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I've, I've played like one sick band we played with forever ago from New York was called street feet. They were fucking amazing live. Like it's a, okay. it's a two piece like power violence band and it was, they were sick. But other than that, like, no, I've never mm -hmm. taken a huge dive into power violence. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, the power violence was like probably the time that I wrote our first record, I was listening to basically nothing but power violence from like 2017 to 2020. Hell I yeah. would say like, that's like just power violence and grind. So yeah, when you mentioned spaz, I just got like super stoked. Uh, there, there aren't like a lot of people around like where I live who like, like they'll, they'll like, like we get nachos and nails and stuff, which is yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Like I love those bands, Yeah, but, but no one ever really was like, man is the bastard and yep. like spaz and like a lot of like the older, like crossed out the older power violence bands. So I always get so stoked whenever someone mentions, uh, mentions one of them, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, cause like <laughs> man, man is the bastard. I've heard a, a little bit. The only reason I really yeah. like, listen to more is because like they did that split with the locust for like at, when they first oh. fucking started like yeah um, but yeah dude like uh like the locust is like one of my all-time everything like that band fucking is the best like gabe serbian was the best drummer on this planet like i oh, like man. he was 
fuck he was amazing dude but uh i, I really love his stuff in like cattle decap too because he was playing guitar for like cattle decapitation right wait oh um, i thought fuck was he i because i don't know like i only know i because i never got into like cattle decap because like i was like not really into like death metal type shit and like i just know of him from playing guitar in the locust and then playing drums and then like of course doing some vocals at, on guitar but like yeah uh, but yeah i can't remember what he did in that band yeah yeah i, I believe that he he played guitar in uh cattle decapitation oh that then i i need to fucking listen to it then that's awesome yeah yeah for sure yeah I'll, I'll send you the records he was on I, like some of his riffs were just fucking so so sick and i i remember uh gabe passed away i think around this time last year or something yeah it was the day right? before his birthday which i think was may 1st and like oh word. yeah i didn't know yeah i'm pretty sure and like uh yeah i think it was like two or th- two two or three years ago at this point oh okay yeah oh yeah that long ago hey yeah that's yeah that's crazy um crazy to think about but i remember like when after he passed away and cattle decapitation went to record um like their their newest record that they're like releasing singles for and stuff like that now yeah uh ryan like put out like this really long statement about like how important it was to have like gabe with him in the studio and how he like i i can't remember the song i have to try and find this post but he said there was like this one song off of uh one of the records that gabe was on where he was like trying to do the scream and he couldn't like actually like get it like full bodied enough until like gabe was there with them and so he recorded like the entire uh vocals uh for the new album with like a picture of gabe right in front of him dude, i thought that was really heartwarming yeah dude i saw that picture i remember dude I th- yeah justin pearson posted it and i i never went on it i just saw it i was like oh that's cool just seeing like paying homage to gabe and like but i didn't know it was- yeah. dude i didn't know th- oh that's so fucking cool yeah man yeah yeah it's, it's really sick but yeah i'm not like the hugest uh newer cattle decap guy like they're, they're still really good it's just like not as much my thing anymore you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah i i'm i've listened to all the singles and like as soon as gabe was mentioned i just like had to had to get on that for yeah. sure <laughs> hell yeah all the new stuff's awesome oh damn but, yeah dude then uh, yeah i'm uh, yeah please send me like the, the records he was on because i would love to hear it and then i'll definitely check out the new shit for sure for sure yeah yeah sounds good man dude and then i'll look into it yeah, dude, and like, and also, I wanted to like say like, so when I first like heard you guys, like, I kept, I feel like your vocals, like, to me, it's 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 like, like one like one band, like like your vocals kind of remind me of like Knocked Loose, <laughs> and then um <laughs> and then I shot the Duck Hunt Dog, if you know who they are, um I shot the Duck Hunt Dog, no, that's an incredible <laughs> name, oh uh, dude, it, it's a Nintendo Core band from fucking like two thousand eight, uh yeah dude it they're fucking amazing like i'll I'll send you that like they're fucking great uh but like oh. the record the the one song that keyed keyed my brother and i into it was it says the fucking reset button is jammed and we were like oh what the fuck and like it's 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 a it's an amazing album but like <laughs> that, that's fucking awesome yeah but I'll, I'll have to but like yeah those two bands and there's some third band i can't think of but like yeah i was like oh fuck like because I honestly love when you like when when like what you do is like when you scream and then go into the talking like I love that type of shit like so much and on, oh yeah honestly <laughs> what what blew me away about like the whole album was the ending of Garden like that just that singing part like yeah yeah is that you singing 
Yeah, that is me. That is um, the best part on... I'm sorry, but like, fuck. That is the coolest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> Dude, oh, thank you so much, man. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, like, I... Have you listened? Did you listen to the very first record that we put out? It's okay if you didn't. I'm just, uh, just curious. Uh, it's it's funny because I started to, and I was like, "But yeah. this new stuff's so good." So I literally went right back. <laughs> so like, I, I I'm I'm going to eventually go back, but like I said, I've been stuck on this yeah. one. So I just have been like listening to this. Totally. Um. Yeah. So we have uh the the very first album ends completely abrupt. It just cuts off, uh, and there's a couple seconds of silence, and then it just starts over again. Okay, uh, and that was super intentional. I, I really wanted the record to just be like a big fuck you at the end, and just like like just stop the song in in the middle of a riff. Yeah. Um, and this time I wanted to to end it like really differently. So we had like that last breakdown, and I knew that that was in my head. Like that's the end of the EP because the next song is a cover um so it's just kind okay. of i don't know it's just kind of like this ancillary thing to the actual ep to me um so i i really wanted to like end our songs on something that was like unsettling in the same way as having like a riff just cut off in the middle of it being played but in a, a completely different way so i just tried to do something like kind of kind of creepy with my vocals sang a hymn that I, I really liked when I was growing up funny yeah. enough. Um, but yeah, it just, uh, I, I really appreciate that. It's always like, that was like a really big, like jump for me to try to do something, uh, in that way. So it's really cool that, that you like noticed it and appreciated that. I appreciate that a lot, man. That's sweet. Hell yeah. Do you know? Like, honestly, like that was like, I, I because I like when, Again, when I he first heard whispers, I was like, "Oh God!" Like it was heavy as fuck. And then I the, like listen, like mm -hmm. listen to the rest. And when that part came, I literally like, like, like I, 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 I like said, "Hey, ever like I went to our band chat was like, "Hey, everyone, we need to like steal this. <laughs> like, like <laughs> this is so cool. Like, like how? Oh, man. Yeah, dude. It was like it was it was like I just loved how like first of all." how you said how abrupt it was is perfect but i just loved how like eerie it felt like it literally felt like dude it's fucking like again i know i'm like fucking praising the fuck out of you but i i really do like this ep a lot <laughs> oh, thank you so much yeah oh man i i appreciate that that's so funny um that that was like literally the one word in my head that i i was going for is eerie like i just wanted i just wanted to like make it just i don't know as creepy as possible yeah um just with that like little droning in the background and uh so it's literally just like one track of me singing yeah and then there's a harmony under it that we like added a filter to um just to make it that i i know and kind of offset the the harmony from the uh like the lead vocal like the harmony is just like a little bit behind or yeah, in front yeah. of the lead vocal i think so yeah we were just trying to make it as like dissonant and like weird and creepy as possible so yeah i i appreciate that so much man <laughs> yeah no and honestly I, I i for some reason i kept thinking like that makes sense but like i kept thinking that there was some sort of like instrument behind knowing that it's literally just vo vocals fuck dude that mm -hmm. makes it so much cooler <laughs> oh thanks yeah it, it's vocals and then i think uh a c on we have like a synthesizer oh, that okay, we okay. just like for the droning yeah that's um, sick and yeah, we just like put a filter over it and just hit because uh, I, I the the key or yeah the the whole key of that song is in C, so we just uh, matched the key with the drone uh, to make it sound as natural as we could, and then just yeah let it let it 
way for a little while. Hell yeah, dude. It, well, it fucking rules. Like, that was, like, oh. <laughs> it was sick, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Hell yeah, dude. And then also, like, on this, on that EP, like, what, mm-hmm. like, the, the artwork, like, who, who did that? Like, that's, it's, it's so, oh. it's so unsettling to me. Like, I don't know, there, there's some fucking band that put out this one where it looked like, a woman almost had skin stretched over her face and it looked so creepy. And like, that's what this one kind of, it was uh, like the album cover is great. And, but just unsettling to me for some fucking reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, Jeff, uh, I, I'm going to butcher this last name. I believe it's Licksarts. Okay. (laughs) Um, he did all of our first album artwork. Um, and he, uh, cause we had like two different single artworks and then, uh, the, the album artwork itself. And he was just so great to work with. Uh, he was such a nice dude. He sings for the band Sunflower from New York. Oh, um, okay. I, I think Potts band. Yeah. And, uh, he also did like the artwork. For, he's done the artwork for a couple bands. Uh, he did the Callous Cowboys, uh, Die on Mars artwork too. Oh, sick. Um, so yeah, I, I really fell in love with that album. So I just, uh, I saw that they worked with Jeff and I just hit him up from that point. And yeah, he uh, he was really great to work with. I had like the idea, I had a dream um, that the artwork is kind of based off of. And uh, I was like, hey man, this is really weird, but like, do you have access to a white background on a woman who can stick her fist in her mouth? <laughs> and he was, yeah, I have both of those things. So uh, that's Jeff's girlfriend. Uh, I, I believe her name's Katie. Uh, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, they uh, they worked together on that really well, and uh, they just like crushed crushed the vision for sure. I was really stoked on it, dude. It looks it looks great. Like I said, like some for some reason it it gives me this unsettling vibe. I don't know why, but like, <laughs> it, it, I guess it really fits with the album too. Like it's 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 sick, dude. Oh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I was really really stoked on how the how Jeff like crushed the artwork with that one. So hell yeah, dude. Like. Well, yeah. again, I, I okay. So taking like a huge step back, like like mm-hmm. what? How did like did who or what got you into music? Did like you just find it naturally, or like or was it like literally like Hangar eighteen? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, like like the video games were like huge for me once I kind of hit a certain age. Um, but I think that so so basically, I grew up um, I grew up in northern Alberta. Uh, in this shitty place called Grand Prairie. Um, it's, it's like pretty tiny spot. Um, and I had two cousins, uh, that, uh, I, I was really close with and they were about both 10 to 15 years older than I am. Okay. Um, so when I was growing up, when I was like four, like I had like this, you know, like 17 year old cousin and he was really, really into new metal. Oh, so okay. he loved like Slipknot, Corn, like all the really like heavy, like darker new metal bands, like like LD50 from Mudvayne. Oh that fuck stuff. yeah, that record's awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so good. Uh, and then my other cousin was really into pop punk and and like or or just like punk music, uh, kind of straight up, like really big into like Alexis on Fire, Sun oh, 41, Blink 182. Oh fuck yeah. Um, yeah, so I I just got exposed to both of those things growing up, um, and then. Kind of naturally, my, my favorite bands were like definitely System of Down, Slipknot, Blink-182 uh, Blink is huge for me as well. Yeah. Um, I get to see them next month at Turnstile. I'm so stoked about that. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and so th- that I think kind of all mixed together 
Um, and I ended up finding uh, hardcore. Well, well, specifically, I, I found mathcore for like Dillinger was the thing that yeah. got me into really, really deep into into music was calculating infinity. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So like to to check out your podcast, I immediately went to that Dimitri video because I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, man! Like I, yeah. I inject this into my veins. <laughs> this is so good. Um, so I. Uh, yeah, I found Dillinger, and then through Dillinger, I actually found the Mathcore Index. This is, I think, around like two thousand nine, maybe two thousand ten. I, I like I must have just been coming into high school, um, and then I, uh, yeah, I ended up uh, having a bunch of friends who just like got me into like hardcore, like more meathead hardcore, you know, like Terror and Madball and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, now I just kind of listen to like a mix of all of those genres. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you've heard of a band called Billy Talent. Yeah, I've I, um, I've never listened to them, but I I know of them for sure. Okay, yeah, we're they're, they're huge in Canada. Oh, like okay. you are going to be hard pressed to find because they're Canadian, um, and you would be hard pressed to find a single kid born before two thousand who's into hard in the hardcore scene now who doesn't love Billy. Talent. <laughs> that band was like the keynote band for so many people I know. And uh, the the very first the two first records that I ever bought with my allowance was Billy Talent One and uh, Rage Against the Machine self titled. So that those kind of like co opted to to start me off on on this journey of listening to all the crazy freaky things that we listen to now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Like, yeah, what what about you? Like, what what got you into music? Oh, dude. Honestly, like. I, it was so I got I got into music so late in life it was ridiculous like I really? yeah like I think it was when I hit like fucking like seventh or eighth grade like I had just been listening to mm-hmm. radio shit with my like my parents in the car like whatever was on and like and totally I, I never like really cared like it was just there and then um like. I one of the like my I have two uh, older brothers that they 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 gave us like Nirvana's like black like greatest hits album and then and then Metallica's yeah. uh, uh, black album and I was like oh, oh this is yeah, it. that, it's so good um yeah uh, I I got into that I was like oh cool but like at that point I still didn't like really like care too much it was just like oh it's cool mm-hmm. to listen to I enjoy it and then then one day we got home from some trip and then fuse was on and we saw hit that by the offspring, that music video. Offspring, Yeah. Yeah. And we were oh. just like, Whoa. And like, I remember we got that CD and then we got ocean Avenue by fucking yellow card. Hell yeah. Yellow. Card, baby. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking sick, dude. Yeah. It was like, so like my brother and I would kind of like, like he was, he listened to like offspring and I listened to yellow card and we would switch it every now and then. But then, it kind of just went a downhill from there. And then that same kid that I did the rock band thing with, he showed the, the first hardcore thing that I'd really ever heard was as dying 94 hours when he was like, dude, you have to hear this double bass part. And at that point I didn't know what the fuck that meant. So I was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I hear it. And I'm like, what is this? And then like that, that's when it became like, Oh, I need to like, and then I started like going down like the rabbit hole of like, Oh, this band sounds cool. This band sounds cool. Like that's basically how it yeah. came to, for me. Awesome. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Have you ever read any of his books? No, I didn't even know he wrote books. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I've read all of them. I think he is the, the, well, I've read three of them. I don't know if he has more than that yeah. uh, at this point, but I, I've read the, the first three that he put out. And uh, the first one, it's kind of like this funny autobiography that talks about like his life around the seven deadly sins in like the Catholic church and, and that kind of thing. But th that's kind of ancillary to the point. He, he talks in his, I believe it's his first book about like the four stages of how humans kind of interact with music. And I, I, again, it's just kind of like his opinion. It's not like any actual scientific fact or anything, but I just kind of found these parameters interesting. And I always like to hear how people find music and think about these parameters in my head. And the first one is music that is readily available to you. So like music that you hear in commercials yeah. and, and like on the radio and stuff like that. And, and it's interesting that kind of most people um on on their everyday life don't really progress past this first stage for music yeah they, they just hear something on the radio they say oh that's cool they add it to their spotify or whatever and then they just kind of keep going uh and then after that it's like music that uh a family member has shown you it's kind of like the second stage so it's like oh like i i i grew up with led zeppelin because my dad listened to led zeppelin yeah, yeah, yeah. and that kind of thing uh the third stage is music that your friends show you who are, who are much more involved with music, like somebody who's already kind of at like this stage four of, they look at um, all of the, they, they actively search out new music and they show you new music. And then stage four is you actually searching out your own music and, and like finally like coming into fruition of like, hey, this is what I really like uh, and I'm just gonna search out other things that sound like this. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why that that just always stuck with me from his, his first book, and I just love like hearing about people's musical journey, and like you can clearly see like where those like stages start, you know? Yeah, dude. That like no, I like that, and like uh, also like I like I appreciate you asking me mine. Like I, I feel like that's so that's so cool. Like because oh, of course, yeah. Because I I like that's why I ask people like how you got into music because I like to like find out like. I've heard so many different fucking stories. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I heard it in passing. And it's just like, well, what the fuck was that? Like, I need to, like, figure that out. Mm -hmm. And, like, or, like, yeah, like, yeah. But, like, it's funny that you said it's not scientifically proven, but it sounds so proven. You know what I mean? Like, you could mm -hmm. ask so many people and, like, stage one is literally where everyone goes. And, like, whenever I find mm -hmm. anyone that doesn't worship music, it fucking blows my mind like it's just like oh same like, yeah dude because like we get to we get to go out and play a show and granted like we don't get like paid or anything but it's fuck it, it's something mm. fun like we get to do something that's like a lot of people think it's impossible like whenever like i talk to anyone they're always like oh so you play music like live and stuff i'm like yeah like it's really fun they're like mm -hmm. how do you do it i'm like what do you mean just do it like, it, like you can anyone can do that like you you just have to like figure it out like granted like you may not be good man. like <laughs> like you, you may not be good at the beginning but you'll figure it out like i don't know it's just when people think of it like oh it's this foreign thing that you'll never be able to get to it's like no dude like anyone can fucking do this you just have to like try <laughs> yeah 100 you just, you just have to want to be involved man. yes that's all it takes yeah yeah exactly Seriously. yeah you can suck for years, but like all that matters is like you're creating something, you're having fun. Like who gives a shit about the rest? You know, like that. 
that's fu- that fucking rocks. That's art right there, man. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah, dude, it really is. And like sometimes I I get like I get in my head about that type of shit. Like I'm always like, man, like I like I've I've always thought like like oh man no one likes my band but like i always have to take a step back and be like who gives a shit like like i'm doing this for me like because who doesn't want someone to like because first of all i i am creating music that i it's fucking awesome i i would actually listen to my band like i like i like what what i'm doing and like yeah like when when and people are like like they don't like acknowledge it or anything i'm like man why not like this sounds so cool but like like I, and that's just me just being like fuck i wish people liked it like i i, I don't think like my band's the greatest <laughs> thing on the planet or anything like i just i just i just know i love it and i'm just wishing people would be into it and like i yeah, i yeah. fight with that with myself all the time sometimes i'll be like fuck why doesn't anyone like us and then like i'll talk to like anyone in my band that's like well i don't give a fuck who cares this is just fun to hang out with my <laughs> friends and make cool music like but like, totally man yeah, yeah. I, I i do that and like i i've, I've just I, sometimes i get stuck in that fucking mindset and it's fucking stupid but like i don't know man it's music has b- done so much for me and it's one of the it's the coolest thing like i've ever done oh 100 me too man like i it is oh it has always been the most like rewarding thing in the world to me um i just came back to music kind of last year um i i took like a big three or four year break from being in any like real active bands or anything like that or i was in a band where we would like play a show a year kind of thing oh, okay. and we just play like a basement show it was just like fun you know whatever but i was in school and kind of like figuring out my career and stuff like that and so i just didn't have time for it and it was like a, a really rough time for me because i think because of the reason that i just like didn't have music in my life I wasn't really going to as many shows um and then like the pandemic hit so there were no shows and stuff like that so my my first real jump back into music was was last year um joining a band from calgary and then like putting out my my own record that i'd been working on for a while yeah and it was just like man that uh, every single show i've played since then have been so rewarding and so much fun and just like there's such like a love for music for me now again it's just like totally revitalized how i think about the world almost like it just music just makes me so much happier and i'm just so much better with music in my life you know yeah dude like no i feel i feel that way because like whenever i get in that that fucking mindset i'm like dude what who who cares like like so like yeah i'm i'm I feel the same way and I I'm pushing myself to like not think like that because sometimes I, 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 I don't know, whatever it's, it sucks sometimes to do that, but like, whatever, like <laughs> I, am I, I'm like, sure. yeah, dude. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like it, it has done so much for me and like, it's, it's just fun. And that's, that's the best fucking part about it. Yeah. 100% man. That's all that matters. Yeah. Just like the joy that I get from it. That's all I need. man. Dude yeah dude okay well like for the, the this most recent ep uh did you did you record it yourself or did you go to someone to record it so i i always go to somebody to record stuff okay um so like i have i i have some like i've got like an interface and some speakers and or some monitors and like uh i have reaper um i just am the it, I try and learn stuff about self-recording and I get so overwhelmed uh, because I, I don't know, I'll look something up and to like 
know how to do that specific thing. I need to know like 30 other things. And I just like haven't found a good just like jumping off point to like actually start trying to record my own music. Yeah. Um, so I've just always worked in Guitar Pro with like every band I've been in. I've just, you know, like it, it sounds so silly, but like, you know how producers like will be like, oh, I really like Ableton because I know the shortcuts. So I really like Reaper because I know the interface. Like I just like Guitar Pro to, to set up all my music in fucking 16 bit so I can then just show it to a producer and it took me like minimal brain power and I didn't have to take a bunch <laughs> of takes to try and like yeah. fucking get something perfect, you know? And, and then like from Guitar Pro, I can just like drag and drop all of the drums that I wrote uh, on my kit, put it into Guitar Pro, and then we drag and drop into like Superior Drummer or whatever fucking program we use. I, I honestly have no idea, but <laughs> uh, it, it's just like the easiest way to, to do stuff for me. Um, all of my, like everything I've recorded um, in the past, like, I don't know, five years um, have, have been with one guy, uh, my friend Scott up in Calgary. Okay. Um, so he did like this last EP for us. He did our first record and then he's done some stuff for my other bands that I was into. Dude, that's, that's sick, dude. Be like, well, yeah. it turned out fucking amazing. Like what other bands were you in? <laughs> uh, so I was in a band called Petrify. Um, we, we put out a release, I think it was 2018, I think was the last time that we put out a release. And then uh, we have like a full length album from I think 2013. And we, we're, we're like pretty dead, um, but we just kind of like release, or, or we kind of like get together once a year and like, we'll, we'll have a big practice and we'll write a bunch of stuff. So we, we have like a full length written. Uh, the problem is, is that like, we're all scattered across Canada now um, oh, okay. due to like jobs and, and lives and you know, and. Uh, so like we've had this full length for, for a while and we're, it's just kind of like an, if, and or well, more of like a, when we like actually get together and record it, you know? But, yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm in a, uh, an emo band, like a Midwestern emo band that I play bass and sing for, oh, sick. um, called Alec arms. We're about to put out, uh, an EP on June 5th here. We've got some singles coming out right away. Um, and then, yeah, that, that's kind of it. I'm just, uh I've, I've been in and out of like a million just like small southern alberta bands that you know max out it like a couple hundred fans we play like 10 to 20 shows and then we break up and make a new band and stuff like that so <laughs> that's awesome the the classic teenager bands you know yeah <laughs> dude that's awesome so like the the midwest emo band like what what was it called <clears throat> again uh alec arms Alec Arms. Oh, dude! Like, who would you yeah. say like it it it, it resent or like sounds like? So, uh, I would say like like dads. Um, it, it's like very American football. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, just like that kind of stuff, like the twinkly guitar emo parts. But then there's like some screaming and stuff like that too. Um, we I actually don't listen to a lot of emo, mm -hmm. and uh, this is the the first band um i've been in for a while where i don't write everything oh wow uh, so i just show up yeah um our guitar player writes everything our guitar player singer and then he'll be like hey here's like what i was thinking for bass and or, or here's like root notes for all the bass uh and then after i like get all those root notes i just build kind of like my own bass track around that oh sick okay cool yeah yeah it, it, it's a lot of fun it's super nice because uh, that band is actually here where I live. I live in a city called Lethbridge, um, which is south of Calgary. It's kind of right near the Montana Alberta border. Oh, okay. And 
Um, so yeah, I'm pretty, pretty far south for, for Alberta. And, um, that band is here in Lethbridge, which is super convenient because all of my other bands are in Calgary. I have to drive hours to get there for practice and stuff. And like, I don't have to write anything. It's like the, the least committed, but serious <laughs> band I've ever been in, uh, which rock. It's so nice. <laughs> That's awesome. dude. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an excellent change for sure. Um, there, there's like a really famous hotel here in Lethbridge called the Alec Arms Hotel. So that's where we that's where we got the name from. Oh, that's sick. Hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah. do you guys have music out already? Uh, we have a SoundCloud where Ricky, our guitar player, uh, he just kind of like made a bunch of demos and stuff like that. So we've, we've got like this SoundCloud. It, it, it doesn't sound terrible or anything. It's just like house recorded demos, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but we've got like the six song ep coming out uh pretty pretty much right away here like less than a month now yeah. uh we just went and recorded last month so yeah pretty stoked on that hell yeah dude like well like with with all this like i i asked this to some people but like i i, I just i want to know like what would what would be your top five bands then because like you've you like you started like with like I heard Megadeth fucking like Dillinger and then like just it, it seems like, like yeah what would your top five bands be I know it's like a fucked up question oh, to mainly ask people because it's like well <laughs> dude it's like it's 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 a list of like a hundred but I now need to narrow it down exactly yeah yeah <laughs> no but that, that's that's good all right just off the cuff here without thinking too hard about it I'm gonna say Converge Dillinger the Callous Cowboys Zane and probably protest the hero oh wow yeah, no way that's crazy yeah yeah a, I, I would say those are like a, a good encapsulator of like what i i really love at least like right now in my life you know i'm, I'm really big and about all those bands but damn dude i haven't heard protest the hero in forever i like i forgot what album my brother had listened to it's fortress mm -hmm. if uh, is that fortress yeah. yeah yeah that's the one that yeah. he i uh, heard from him and i was like oh dude this is cool like i just never got into it but i, I do respect it it's it's sick like um yeah yeah but yeah da damn dude like uh okay so just be just saying off like going on converge which record from them would be your favorite so I have a you fail me tattoo so i like legally i'm obligated to say <laughs> you fail me yeah you know Otherwise, I'm a massive poser. <laughs> but actually, I think uh, uh, over the last two or three years, I think No Heroes has it beat just a little bit. It's just like the heaviest, fastest Converge. And well, maybe not fastest, but by far the heaviest. Yeah. And I, I think I just resonate with it more like as I've grown up. You know, yeah. I, I love You Fail Me. Like that record's super cool and super varied and, and like incredibly fast and fun. But like, no heroes like just the production is so dark and everything's so shrill and dissonant and the breakdowns are just like ridiculous i i, I think it's gotta be no heroes now hell yeah that's sick dude <laughs> yeah damn dude like and then okay, are, are you a big converge guy like okay so i have i've definitely heard songs off of you fail me i know i've heard songs mm -hmm. off of no heroes but the only two yeah. records i've heard is jane doe and uh all we love we leave behind and like okay yeah. like so it's it sucks because like i've been told by my guitarist like fucking you fail me is amazing like and i'm like i know mm -hmm. i just forget to listen to it so like now that you say it, <laughs> i need to listen to fucking both no heroes and you fail me 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, they're both like just in incredible records. The the remaster of uh, You Fail Me, that was like the last record that I got on vinyl. Um, and it's like, it, it's so good, man. It's just the the the, the original recordings, because I think that record dropped in 2004. Yeah. Um, it it uh, like just gave such new life to those songs and it sounds incredible, man. They're so, so good. Okay, then I'm definitely going to check that out like right after Word. this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome dude and then um so i have uh two more questions for you yeah um so this is a weird one i like to ask everyone but if your band uh was a tv show or a movie what would it be mm -hmm. oh man that is it <sighs> have you seen midnight mass on netflix no what is that all right midnight mass is like Okay, a little bit of background here. <laughs> I grew up. Are you familiar with what a Mormon is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I grew up Mormon. Okay. Um, like which was horrible. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it it has like it, here's the thing. I I have nothing specifically against any religion. Um, I'm gonna shit talk my experience about it, but I don't dislike Mormon people because of what they believe. Yeah, yeah. I I just found that it was it was really full of indoctrination and brainwashing. Right, yeah. at least in my experience, um, it was it was really really bad for those things. And Midnight Mass uh, is like the perfect, like like just what happens in that show. It makes religion and like this absolutely insane thing that's happening in the show sound so real and believable and legitimate, and it's just like the perfect amalgamation of this and like. The, the first record is entirely about like personal traumas that I dealt with uh, from my family being involved with the Mormon church or the, the, what the Mormon church kind of like, like how it skewed my views on society and that kind of thing growing up Damn. Um, without, without it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, I think that if this project were a TV show, it would have to be midnight mass just because of how like similar, or how much understanding I have of like the indoctrination that happens behind that show. Damn, dude, that's that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a heavy one. The show is like incredible. I think it's six or seven episodes, and like, oh my god, it's just the, the it was so unsettling. I could when I first originally saw it, I couldn't stop thinking about it for days. Oh, uh, it, it just stuck with me so hard. Yeah, it's got like a bunch of other stuff that like happened in my life, just like family trauma and like alcoholism. Like I, I'm a pretty big alcoholic, um, and I've, I've been sober for a little while now, and like oh, just kind of in recovery for that. Yeah, and so like this show just like marks all the boxes for me. You know, like it just hits every single thing I could I can think about. So I, I really really love it, and I think that a lot of the traumas like the main character faces are just like traumas that I've written about or that like abrupt decay has represented to me personally, you know? Dude, that's awesome. Like, I mean, it's, I, I feel like, I mean, not, not all that fucked up stuff, but like uh, <laughs> um, the, guess, yeah. <laughs> the fact that like you have this outlet to like express all of that. And like, I don't know, like I, I now I'm going to like, see, I'm glad I didn't listen to the first EP because now I can go back and listen to it and be like, oh, fuck, like this is even deeper and like darker than it than I ever thought it could be. Like, 
Yeah, um, yeah, dude, that's insane. And then uh, one question, uh, I just, I just realized, like, I just noticed that Eric Andre is your uh, fucking uh, avatar on uh, Discord, on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, oh, Discord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so with that, uh, did okay, just because. So, do you like Tim and Eric and like all that weird shit? Oh yeah, yeah. I love like bizarre sketch comedy. Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Yeah. I think you should leave. Like all that shit. It just, it just does it for me. I find it hilarious. Dude, okay. Have you ever heard of the show Dark Place? Dark Place? No, I haven't. Oh yes. Okay, cool. Because um, it's uh, it, there was only six episodes. Uh, and it was. I think you. I think they're all on YouTube now. I think. But um, yeah. It's it's this what i was told it's like it's basically making fun of like british television but it's like they knowingly know they are like the the fucking foley is terrible the voiceovers are shitty like like yeah, everything yeah. about it is so like like and it's a, it's like a soap opera but it's not dude like honestly if you like any of that shit you will love this show yeah. like um, yeah you you definitely like literally just because i saw eric andre i was like dude he he'll probably fucking dig this like um, <laughs> dude Hell yeah yeah i'll have to show it, it it's called dark place yeah it, it's called garth Morangi's dark place like uh i'll send it to you because it's fucking weird as fuck but like uh okay Hell yeah. it, it's so good <laughs> sweet awesome yeah that's that sounds great yeah dude but oh and then also so like what i like to end on is this question but what has been like give me the best show you have ever played and then the worst show you have ever played oh word okay i, I got some good ones here <laughs> um so the worst show i have ever played would be i've got a tie and this is really funny petrify <laughs> played a show in 2018 there, there's this mathcore band you might have heard of called dhex or dhexa uh they're from toronto uh and they used to be a band called speaker and oh, speaker put okay. out like this really fucking sick album i think in 2017 or 2018 and we played a show with them uh they came to lethbridge uh from toronto which was like shocking that they played lethbridge but uh because i think we're like a hundred thousand people like we're not a very big city right oh damn and uh they they stopped here we played at a barbecue place <laughs> um, the promoter who i am good friends with and i give him shit about this still didn't show up so it was a three-band bill he didn't show up until 10 minutes after his band was supposed to open oh, and there were dude. two people there Whoa. we cleared the restaurant <laughs> no um, way it was horrible and then like we no one gave a fuck like literally no one at that show like none of the bands were just like all right whatever this is like super shitty so like we decided to play this cover of eyeless by slipknot that we hadn't played in like two years so we like fucked it up but it was just like really funny and silly because no one cared and uh <laughs> that was that was really bad um the other worst show that we played was funny enough at another barbecue restaurant <laughs> what the <unless> fuck <laughs> yeah um for we were the only like heavy band on the bill that was rappers and then like pop rock what the and fuck one random hardcore band the show was called get swifty for muscular dystrophy <laughs> and it was a, a benefit show for muscular dystrophy with a bunch of rick and morty fucking like signage and like like it was horrible 
Um, so we cleared that place too. <laughs> Uh, just like immediately we played like halfway through the night and then everyone was mad because there was no one there after it was like <laughs> I'm so, so like we just like couldn't comprehend how this how this happened we were told that there were going to be a bunch of hardcore bands and then not there there were none um so it was it was pretty awful uh and that was only the first show we played that day we what? played another show at a bar later that night in Lethbridge because a promoter hit us up because some band dropped yeah and the first band played for two hours. What? And it was like one in the morning at this point. And we were like, hey, man, if if we don't play in the next like 10 minutes, I'm sorry, but we, we're going to go home. Like, like this is just, yeah, it was, it was the worst day of shows I have ever played in my entire life. It was really, really bad. Dude, you played two of the worst shows back to back. That's <laughs> terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, it dude. Was, it was really bad with like the 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 band that played for two hours was they they were like cool they were like the symphonic metal band but like every third song they'd just stop playing their instruments and read bible verses what yeah yeah and then they would read like two or three minutes of bible verses and then like sing a song about like whatever like story from the bible they just read like there was one about like david and goliath there was one about like lot's wife turning into salt and just like, like like just like all right, man. It, it it was wild. It was uh, a very bizarre experience, to say the least. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> That's um. Just hearing a band play for two hours, like, yeah, that's insane. I, I know, and, and I was kind of, I was fucking impressed by the end of it. They, they were like <laughs> a very, they were like the super technical three piece. But I was just like, how do you do that for? for two hours I, yeah. like, no wonder you have to read bible verses every three songs you just played for 30 <laughs> fucking minutes and now you need a break you get it but yeah it was it was pretty funny and just out there like i, I can't we couldn't help but like laugh at how ridiculous the situation was it was, it was a lot of fun honestly but <laughs> that's awesome yeah um best show i ever played uh abrupt decay played our second show uh in january this oh, yeah. year um yeah it was our second show ever and uh with calgary is just like on top for local music like it's truly incredible um it was an all local show that sold out it was a 150 person room sold out before the first band even like before we even started playing we were the first band on the bill dude yeah yeah like it was insane that we just uh there's like a kind of like a hate five six style videographer in our scene called Scoped Exposure. Oh yeah, yeah, and, I, I, uh, yeah, that guy's awesome. Oh word, yeah, Spencer, yeah, Spencer. Uh, his band like played right after us and stuff. Spencer's a fucking wicked guy. I really love that guy. Um, and Scoped Exposure like filmed the set like uh, like just like when it pans over to the crowd, it's like shocking to see how many people that are there for an all local show. It was just Dude, insane. That's so cool. Yeah, uh, actually, every every show of Decay has played except for one has sold out um, so far, which has been really fucking sick. And like every show we played, it's just like almost like how the fuck did we top that? Like it was, it's just been awesome. That's that sounds, dude. I'm gonna go watch that because that sounds so fun. Because I I know I saw like a clip on uh, your uh, uh, Instagram, so like I was like, oh, yeah. I need to check that out. So yeah, dude. Now I'm definitely. Do you guys play any of the new songs? at that show no that was so we had all of them written and we really wanted to uh have it's funny we played a show in january and then in february and then we won't have played until next week we're playing with uh some canadian math bands which we're really stoked about oh sick um but 
yeah, we uh, we had all the songs written then and mostly recorded uh, with Scott, but uh, we just like were never able to just because of how busy we were. We were. I just started like a new EMS job uh, oh, okay. in January, and then uh, what? A couple of our uh, other members are in other bands, so they just had like a really busy time. Like they they just couldn't dedicate themselves to, like list, like learning the songs at that point yet. So. We haven't played any of the new songs live at all, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, next Wednesday, though, we're, we're playing all of them, so. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like, that, that's good. Yeah. That has, that has to be really cool. Like, feel cool, I mean. Like, that's so fucking awesome. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm so stoked to finally play them live. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Really, really stoked. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Well, dude, dude, thank you for being able to come on, like, in such short notice, dude. This has been fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. And this was a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I always love just like talking about music and especially like like somebody who, whose band I listened to and familiar with. Like it was cool to like get a background on on everything that happened with you and, and your band. Like that was, this was a lot of fun. Really appreciate <laughs> you having me on. Dude. Yeah, of course, man. And like, you know what? I'm actually I'm going to still do you, do you still have time. Like I, I just thought of something like. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah man. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, cool. Because you, I, yeah, because you were just oh, since you're uh uh a guitarist, like you like mm. you like guitar pedals, and I, I I don't know anything about like like guitars or anything, but Danny and I like fucking yeah. love pedals. Like that's why we have like them on his vocals and all this shit. Like uh, yeah. what? So yeah, like what have you? Because I know you're talking to to me about like like noise setups and shit like do you have anything <clears throat> currently or are you just you're just trying to build something right now so right now um so okay this is like super super embarrassing but i yeah i've been playing guitar since i was eight i'm i'm 26 now it's coming up on 20 years that i've been playing guitar <laughs> damn i only got into effects last year no way wow that's nuts yeah, man um, I had a pod HD 500 X from the time that uh, like from when it came out till probably like 2020 or 2021. And I, um, have you ever heard of the band reflections? Uh, yes. I've never listened to them, but I know of them. Okay. Yeah. They're like a progressive, they're like, they're, they're a gent band basically, but they're, they're like really, really quite good. At least uh, I, I don't really care for a lot of that style of music, but they're, they're like super technical kind of like the the progressive gent whatever you want to call it yeah, yeah um and i took lessons from their guitar player charles um oh for sick. for a little while and they used pod hd 500 x's and he just sent me all of their their tones from their first two albums and i literally used nothing but those for years no way um, yeah i just never played around with this pod i even after i sold it i like never checked out anything about it uh literally Stuff was just handed to me. I said, cool. And I just used them. So I, I like know how uh, effects work and stuff like that. I just never really bothered to like play around with them. So last year, I finally, um, the, the only pedal I really had for, for any extended period of time was a Digitech Whammy. Oh, and, okay. uh, yeah. That's like what I've played around with the most. Uh, and then I finally got a carbon copy last year, like oh, one man. of the MXR guys. Oh, okay. Um, so I've been, yeah, playing with that a lot. Uh, Eric and Proda, like, uh, do you know Eric? Uh, from who? Uh, from uh, the Fever three three three. Oh and fuck Night yeah, Versus. dude! Yeah, he's dumb, dude. His his <laughs> yeah. what the fuck, dude? His drumming's 
okay continue his drumming's ridiculous yeah it, it, it's like absolutely insane right um so i remember like stumbling upon him on like a fucking facebook drum group like years ago and how he would like put the mic up against drums and run pedals through like that that mic yeah. to get like crazy sounding effects and shit and so yeah that basically i bought a bunch of shit that eric and proda had uh as like my jumping off point and then since then i've done like a ton more research and like like actually trying to seek out like oh like what's the difference between these two delays or reverbs and that kind of thing so i have like a a decent rig now um, yeah. but it took me almost 20 fucking years to finally actually like sit down and figure one out which is very funny <laughs> dude no um, it's crazy yeah yeah it, it's silly i i have no idea why i didn't do that and like the embarrassing thing is like the recording for i was never here our first record was done in 2020 like like like, like it was finished in 2020 we started recording it in 2018 and then the pandemic happened so it just like took a little while yeah, and yeah. i sat on it for forever and I straight up, when we recorded that album, I had a Digitech whammy and that's the only pedal I had. And our, like Scott just like created everything else. So there's like delays and stuff on there. And people keep asking me like, what did you use for this part? And I just straight up have to be like, I have no fucking clue. I <laughs> barely knew what a delay was at the time. You know, Dude, like wow. it, it's just, yeah, it's silly. It's, it's very silly. Blame it on my Mormon upbringing and me not like fucking looking for anything outside of the one answer I already had, you know? Damn, dude, that fucking sucks because like, I don't know, like, like I, it's just crazy that like being like a guitarist, like I've always like whenever I, because like I'm not a guitarist, I don't know how to fucking do that. Like I'll, but I'll share mm. everyone's pedal boards. I'm like, oh dude, this is sick. Like, I love that. Like, like what, what, like I feel like Earthquaker would be something that you would love. Like if you haven't taken a dive into them oh. yet. Yeah, I have a plumes overdrive that I, oh, I use sick. for, for uh, so, like, I play a lot of the blues, too. Oh, um, sick. Like, yeah, like, kind of going back to that that second stage of, like, music, like, like how you develop your music taste. Yeah. Uh, my, my mom listened to a ton of blues, like Jimi Hendrix, the Powder Blues Band, stuff like that. So that's what I started playing guitar when I was, like, eight years old. That's, like, what I started with. Wow. Um, and I use, yeah, I, I use that fucking, the, the Earthquaker, like, the Plumes Overdrive all the time for, like, a Blues Overdrive. It's really sick. That's, that's sick. Dude, that's so cool because, like, I, I own, I can't remember what Earthquaker. I know we have the Astral fucking Whip thing that they made, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thing's sick. Uh, we have, like, the drone thing and um the fucking theremin photo theremin uh but like and i've been wanting to get like i, I is it, sorry really quick is the drone like the the data corruptor or whatever no i one? fucking no, no i want the that one's so goddamn bad that oh, one's okay. so good yeah word me too dude <laughs> dude that and the rainbow machine those are two that i want so bad uh yeah, we we just played with a psych rock band who had a rainbow machine and it sounded so fucking sick. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, when I when we first when we played this band uh Nova Scura, like but, mm. like the the guitarist had that thing and I remember him hitting it while, like live and I was like, "Holy shit, dude. The rainbow machine's fucking phenomenal and it, it can like open mm -hmm. up so many goddamn doors. It's so cool." Like Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I love like oh. but, anything anything like earthquakers made has been fucking great like but no the drone thing is literally just like like basically a noise 
something to create noise. It has a bunch of like little flip switches and like a bunch of knobs to like fuck with all the noise that comes out of it. It's really it's it's unique, but like we oh, haven't okay. yeah we haven't used it in a while. But like yeah, it, it's still like a cool pedal to own. But like uh, <clears throat> yeah, like that's why like and then also if you want to create noise, fucking Montreal Assembly is like fucking it, dude. Like uh like because. Word. They they create like the one we use the uh, purple like the PLL like it's basically like mm. uh, um, an emulation or like a recreation or like a paying homage to the uh, the Shulman or whatever that one that Justin Pearson uses to make all the crazy sounds that he does like on Locust shit uh, yeah yeah and that thing's phenomenal so we just run a micro Korg or yeah. Or is it a micro micro Korg or mini mini Korg? I can't remember uh, through that, and I can't re- again. I can't remember if we run another pedal, but we have run so many pedals afterwards just to make fucking walls of sound, and it sounds so cool. Hell yeah! Oh, that's like yeah, that's like exactly the stuff that we're we're trying to figure out right now for like live settings. So yeah, that's like perfect, man. I'm stoked to check that stuff out. Yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome. But like, yeah, dude, I just wanted to like <laughs> talk about that because like, I I love knowing that like it's just so cool that like but like knowing that you just recently found pedals, I feel like is also like it, it it's a bummer because you didn't know about them for so long, but or like that you didn't mm. take a dive into it, but also it's it's one of the coolest things that you have found now that you can be like, "Fuck, I have so many different avenues I can explore and I think that's yeah. that's such like a beautiful thing because like I don't know and also it's probably good that you didn't find them because then you'd be fucking broke like 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 because pedals will just make make you be like well I need this one because it's a slightly different chorus than this one like exactly yeah yeah there's just like endless possibility right there's just always something to fucking spend your money on but exactly what can you do? <laughs> yeah yeah no i i'm very glad that i finally came around because like i always like knew what like a delay and a chorus did of course like that i just like never cared enough to like really like go out of my way and actually like start buying things when i could just like literally from that moment in like 2014 that i started taking lessons from charles like i just like always use that shit and just like never ever had to look elsewhere you know exactly so. yeah why why, why yeah. would you because it already sounded fucking sick like you don't need anything and then like <laughs> but now that your mind is like expanded like you're just like oh fuck now i have so many different things <laughs> exactly man yeah hell yeah, yeah dude that's funny eh? hell yeah dude well well dude again for the second time thank you for coming on like this has been fucking <laughs> awesome dude for sure man yeah thank you so much for having me man i had a ton of fun this was really cool hell yeah dude um yeah so uh, i'm gonna say like a fake goodbye and then i'm gonna talk to you after i hit this hit stop sure yeah sounds good okay see you later yeah take it easy man (laughs) hey uh you know that that like streaming app is it philo or philo you know Leave a comment in the subscribe bell notification. I'm sorry, that was that. That's a great outro right there, isn't it? But anyways, th- this was so much fun. I like I said, like I had, I've been listening to this EP like on repeat. It's, it's oh man, I fucking love this EP. Seriously, Grant was so much fun to talk to. Like, we ended up talking like uh, like for another like hour or two after the podcast it was fucking sick like but seriously like grant thank you so much for coming on it was so fucking fun like 
seriously, thank you for creating such fucking awesome music, too. Like, God, I love that EP. Please go check out Abrupt Decay right now. Well, I mean, maybe finish this outro and then go check them out. <laughs> but anyways, like, thank you to everyone that's listening currently and then you know to the future listeners thank you for listening like um but yeah i uh um if this is your first time here hello if this is your second time here hello again even playing field but i hope you have a great day and i will see you on the next episode bye Hey, the voice you're listening to is Josh Matthews. That's me. The person that basically produces the show is my brother, Danny Matthews. The person that wrote the intro is Nick Riggs. It's sick. And guess what? That's it.